open up the sky, fall down like rain. We want you, Lord, for you are the author of all blessings. We know that when we have you, we will have all the blessings we need. Tonight we say, have your way in our midst. Anoint us with the builder's anointing to build your house. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Nehemiah chapter 4. Service starts at 6.30. We have been here waiting for you for a long time. Nehemiah chapter 4 and verse 1. But it came to pass that when Sambalat heard that we builded the wall, he was wroth and took great indignation and mocked the Jews. And he spake before his brethren in the army of Samaria, saying, What do these feeble Jews? Would they fortify themselves? Would they sacrifice? Would they make an end in a day? Would they revive the stones out of the heaps of the rubbish which are burned? Now Tobiah the Ammonite was by him, and he said, Even that which they build, if a fox go up, he shall even break down their stone wall. Let's see. Hear, O our God, for we are despised, and turn their reproach upon their own head. And give them for a prey in the land of captivity. And cover not their iniquity. And let not their sin be blotted out from before thee. For they have provoked thee to anger before the builders. So we built, so built we the wall. And all the wall was joined together unto the half thereof. For the people had a mind to work. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, have a mind to work. Oh, say it like you mean it. Tell another person. Tell a third person. Amen. Because people come to church with all sorts of minds. A mind to get a beloved. A mind to get money. A mind to do what? Get connections. A mind to show off the address. <laughs> a mind to show off the hairstyle. So people come with different minds. Even some come with a mind to sleep. And some come with a mind to steal. That one too. But I believe that tonight I am talking to builders. Hallelujah. I'm not talking to ordinary church members. That is why the place is not filled. But I believe it's going to be filled very soon. That is why you have been chosen from among the people. And brought to a place like this on a Tuesday evening. Because you have a mind to work. The work of God or ministry in itself is work. And not just work, hard work. You know, a lot of people think that there's nothing to do in the church. It's amazing. One time Bishop was asking somebody to come full time. The person said, if I come... What will I do? Because many people feel that the pastors come and preach. When they finish, they go and sleep. And that's it. But you'll be amazed the amount of work. Even some people are giving them work to do. I don't hear from them. I don't know what they are doing. They, they think the work is easy. They, they are not starting. They are just walking around. I'm going to meet them very soon. <laughs> it's not easy. The work that is here to be done, you have no idea. Yeah. Even the people that must be followed up. The people that must be prayed for. Alone. The people that must be taught. 
The people that must be shown things, they should be what? Baptized. I mean, there's a lot of things to be done. So if you come with the mind that there is nothing to do and I'm coming to rest, you are making a big mistake. That is why every time you hear about the Lord's things, about the work of the Lord, the work of the Lord, because the thing is work. According to Ephesians 4, verse 11 and verse 12. Working. So, the people were able to build because they had a mind to work. If we are going to build the choir, if we are going to build the film stars, if we are going to build the aquaba ladies, if we are going to build the dancing stars, we must have a mind to work. Otherwise, it's not going to work. If we are going to build Bacentes, if we are going to build a 2,000 member church, if we are going to build a 5,000 member church, we must have a mind to work. Anybody who is seated here, if you don't have that mind, I don't think you should be here. Am I speaking to somebody? But if you have also come here, then you must decide to have that mind. Because that's the mind with which you can be here. So as an person, what mind do you have? We must work more than resting. So if you find yourself resting more than you are working, then there's something wrong. Some of us, we sleep too much. At this young age, you are sleeping so much, I don't even know when you are going to be able to arise and do something. You see, that is why God always looks for young people. Because the older people, I don't know whether you have been to a meeting. One time I was in a program with Bishop in Nigeria. The man who invited him for the program, an elderly man. Oh, when he started preaching, the man just adjusted himself like this. That was it. He slept throughout, throughout the preaching. But it is not his fault. It's his old age. Tired. Because they say that they are rehearsing for the final sleep in the grave. So... Just sleep. When you see an older person sleeping, don't be laughing over. You will get there, you see. You see that you are just sleeping. That is why in Numbers chapter 8, God gave a message to Moses in verse 23. He says that, Numbers 8, 23, can you give it to us? And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, What did the Lord say? This is it that belonged unto the Levites. From twenty and five years old and upward, they should go in to wait upon the service of the tabernacle of the congregation. Verse 25. And from the age of 50 years, they shall cease waiting upon the service thereof and shall serve no more. I don't know how old you are. But I'm telling you something. You see, this year, by the grace of God, I'm going to be 15. So, what it means is that I have to stop. So, if my whole life I have not done anything for the Lord, and only it's finished. This year, that's it. It's over for me. I don't know how many of you are 25. Between 25 and 50. Can, I, can you stand? 25 and 50. Yeah. You see, you, you may think that I'm not part of it. It will never get to me. But I'm telling you, before you realize you are in, and within a short time, it is over. It is finished. If you have anything to do for God, this is the time. Because at 50, it's over, really, in the sight of God. The time that he expects you to give your best is between the ages of 25 and 50. Yeah. People like John the Baptist and Jesus, they got to 33. They didn't even get the chance to get to 50. But you can see that the things that they did within that short time. Yeah. 
So you wonder that some of us are resting too much. And before you realize, it's too late for you to do anything for God. This is the time. Look at you. Almost all of you here fall within that range that God told Moses about. So none of you has any excuse not to work for God. And even to be lazy. Sit down. How many are below 25? Can I see below 25? Please stand. Yeah. You see, it may look like it's only that it's, but they are below 25 also there. And you shouldn't think that, oh, the ages that they gave, we are not there yet. You, you will be surprised what will happen when you get to that age and you can't even do anything. And you see, the way life is now, you can't even tell how your life is going to go. We are all believing God to be cross 70 with ease. Cross 80 with ease. But you see, what is the guarantee? I have many friends who have passed away. I don't think that they plan to die. It's not a good plan. But you see, you may think that I have more time. Hmm? Grace, you don't have more time. I'm telling you, you have, you have, you have a very, you must always think, a wise person always thinks that he's going to die tomorrow. That's the way you can work hard. If you, if you think that I have more time, you will never do more. Young people, are you listening? You have the energy. You have the energy. You see, the thing about young people is that there's a lot of energy to sin and to misbehave. Yeah. Young people, energy to run around for sex and other things. But the good thing about it is that young people also have enough energy to resist sin. So, have a mind to work. Brother, what's your name? Samuel. I don't know you, but I'm telling you, God is expecting you to work for him. And give your years, your strength. Because even us, we will not want to have anything that is dead. You can ask the ladies here, if there's a man who has come 70 years, he wants to marry you. See, they are saying, they don't even want it. So why should God take an old person who is now old, he can't do anything? God wants young people. Fresh blood. Young blood. That is why the devil targets the young people. Because he knows that if he, he gets them and God doesn't get them, then they will become useless for God. So we must be interested in catching them young and getting them to work. I'm glad that you people have come for Tuesday service. It's a very good sign. Very good sign. Very good sign. And you people are going to do very well. I said you are going to do very well. As you have come, make up your mind that I'm going to work for God. Don't give your mind to any other thing. Your mind to, uh, uh, What? Pornography. Your mind to bad things. No. Sometimes you see some people, they have a very good mind. A person that is in their mind. They have mind to think of evil. Why don't you bring that mind to work for God? I'm very glad. I, I don't think that my life from when I was uh, a lay pastor to a full-timer has really changed much. Yeah. Because when I was a lay pastor, I was working very hard. So I don't think it has really changed much. What I used to do as a lay pastor, I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. Doing the same thing. Of course, if you're a full-timer, there are more things you can do. But the zeal with which one was working is still there. And I don't plan to retire now. No, 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 no. They say 50, but we are moving. We are moving. We are going till we land in the coffin like this. And we can see that we are in the coffin. We can't do anything. When we knock, pa, 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 pa. 
Ha! We knock. It is still, we are inside. So, okay. After the appem, you're a bit major. But we are not, we, we ain't stopping. And I don't have any intention of having young people come and overtake me. No, 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 no. No, no overtake. You can come, but not overtake. Yeah. I am building the house. I, I haven't gone down. I'm still moving on. Yeah. If you know anybody who knew me many years ago, ask them. See that he's the same person. He's moving. It hasn't changed. Yeah. And that's why I'm, I'm still. I don't try to look young. Yeah. And I'll be 17 and I'll still look the same. Yeah. Yeah. You watch. You see. So, young people, Charlie, give your life to the things of God. Forget about any other thing. Nothing else matters. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I heard Bishop say that it's like somebody is asking so why should I even work? Why should I work for God? Because it looks like when you even do the work, it doesn't change anything. They say that Billy Graham, all his years that he has been preaching uh, crusades and all that, the number of sinners today is more than when he, he started preaching. It's like more sinners have come. So it will look like Billy Graham's work that he did is a waste of time. No. The thing is not so much about what you are trying to change in this world. But it's about what you are doing for yourself. So that when you arrive in heaven, when they look at your records. Otherwise, all of us will not do anything. Since you came to Obuasi, how many sinners? Don't you say that there are more sinners in Obuasi than we came? We are trying to build the thing, but we are not getting anywhere. Whatever. There are more sinners. They are drinking. They are doing more pups. They are coming up. But does that mean we shouldn't work? Everybody is being given an opportunity to do something. So that one day when you arrive in heaven, when he says, I know your works, 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 I know your works. Then he will see something. Jesus said in John 9, I think verse 4, he said, I must work the works. You, you may think that, can you put that scripture there? You may think that it's just, Jesus when he came, he had the mind that he has to work. Put it there, John 9 verse 4. He said, I must work the works. Ah. Are you working the works or you are just sleeping the sleep? <laughs> or you are eating the eat? Eating the eat. Or marrying the marriage. Or, or, or the sexing the sex. But what was the mind of Jesus? I must. Hey, it's a must. I said, it's a must. Young man, 30 years, as he has come on the scene and he's moving, he's not thinking about chasing girls. I must get some girlfriends. I must get some virgins and, and, and sleep with them. No. He said, I must work the works. I said, I must work the works. I must work the works. I must work the works. Walk to three people and tell them, you must work the works. Work the works, oh, my brother. While it is day, for the night cometh, and the night is coming for everybody. The night can be death, the night can be sickness, the night can be anything old age, anything. I don't know. 
But that is the wisdom of Jesus. That a time may come, you will not be able to do the thing you have to do. So now that you have the strength, give yourself to the things of God. Have a mind to work. Hallelujah. Sit down. I'm just trying to. So, we said that it must be work and it must be hard work, isn't it? And hard work entails, number one, making use of the working hours that is available. Isn't that what we said? We said that Ecclesiastes 3.1, the Bible says that there is a time and a season for every purpose under the sun. So, everything that we are doing, it has time. All of you people, you go to work, there's a time that you go to work, isn't it? Yeah. So, an engineer has a time. A pilot has a time. A taxi driver has a time. Whoever has a time. A teacher has time. So, the servant of God, what is his time? Yeah. What is the servant of God's time? Your time is evenings and weekends. I said it the last time. Some of you have forgotten. Evening to do visitation, to do whatever you want to do, because you go to work from 8 to 5. So after 5, it's also for God. And then weekends, Saturdays. Oh, I love it when I see on my phone. We have gathered at Dunkwa Junction. Everybody come. Then Pastor Robert Afo has put a message there. It's time to work. See, some people are still sleeping. Hey. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 9. It says that, How long will you sleep, O sluggard? When will you arise out of your sleep? Yet a little sleep, a little slumber. A little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall your poverty come to you like one that traveled and your want as an armed man. When an armed robber comes to your house, you can't do anything. Just today I heard that one of our pastors was attacked by armed robbers. Like they couldn't do anything. Bible says that when you sleep, your poverty will come like an armed robber. You can't help it. You can't do anything. It has come. Number two, working hard involves spending a lot of time at the work. Any work that you are doing, if it is really work, you will spend time at it. When you are not spending time, it's not work. Me and I catch say, it is not work. You should ask all the people who work whether they don't spend time at it. Last Sunday we were here. This man, he had to leave the church and go because work was calling him. Work. <laughs> spend on Sunday. You can see that here. He's spending time on the thing. Anything that is work, you must spend time on it. Let's be ready to spend time on the work of God. Brother Jonathan, be ready to spend time on rehearsal. We come for rehearsal. Hey, we have to go. Listen. You are, you are joking. You are not prepared to work. You don't have a mind to work. Hey, hey, if we don't close by this time. It's not about when we are close. It's about achieving something that we are trying to achieve. Yeah. And that is why we are not achieving what we must achieve. Because everybody is thinking that I don't have time. I, I want to do something. But you have time to sit down and walk. Boom, boom, badger, and look at the thing till your eyes drop out. You see people, they come to church, they will never sleep. But you watch Gugunja, your eyes are open. Even when they are doing something, the thing is going to the corner of the TV. Your eyes will be moving, moving. You must spend time. Anything that works, there's time that has been given to it. If you see something working, time has been given to the thing. That is why it is working. It doesn't just work. If like, look, anything you want to, you just leave it and so I won't give it time. It will not work. Yeah. So, if you are going to be a prayerful person, to take time. If you are going to be somebody who knows the word, it will take time. You must take time to study the word. Yeah. 
anything. Think about it. And give me more examples. Number three, because I need to close. I told you, this one, I'm just going over what I said the other time. Because it's been a long time. You will spend, if you're going to work hard, then you will spend energy and money. Yes. Spend money and energy. Like the songwriter said, hymn writer, he said, go labor on. Spend and be spent. Can you find that hymn for us? Because people don't know. How many know that hymn? Go labor on. Spend and be spent. Come on. Yeah. And one on him. Okay. Can we sing it? Do you know how to play him on the this thing? You people don't didn't go to uh, this thing. You don't. Give us him uh, organ. <laughs> you must spend time. You see, it doesn't just happen. <laughs> If it's going to happen, you must spend time on it. Okay. Piano, piano. Is it piano? Piano. Okay. Odeento. Go. Go labor on. Spend and be spent. Thy joy to do the master's will. It is the way. The master went, should not the servant tread still. That is the way the master went. Shouldn't we, the servants, do the same? That's what the song is saying. The master was, he spent, he was spent, and he was spent. Spent, it means that you are tired. Now, if they are not tired doing the work of God, then I don't know. Me, I get very tired. Not doing any other thing. Just the work of God. I get very tired. I give all my energy to the things of God. Even when I was working as a lay pastor, my energy was giving more to the work of God. Go labor on. Spend and be spent. In other words, spend money. You may have to spend money to make some phone calls. You may have to spend money to bring somebody to church. You may have to spend money to buy books. You may have to spend money to get podcasts. Spend money. Good Bibles. You don't want to spend money. How do you expect to do well? Sometimes you find some people, Hey, the bus is going to leave us. We have to go. Let the bus go. Spend some money and take the car and go home. I am not preaching this message on a Sunday because they cannot take it. But you here on a Tuesday, you can take it. That is what I'm telling you. <laughs> Have a mind to work. And that mind means spend and be spent. Ah, let's sing it again. Go. Go labor on, spend and be spent. Thy joy to do. The master's will. It is the way the master went. Should not the servant tread still? Second verse. Mm, go labor on. Tis not for naught. Thy earthly loss. Is heavenly gain. Man, he thee love, thee praise thee not. The master praises what amen. Yeah. Don't look for the praises of men. Look for the praises of God. And if God praises you, what amen? Oh, I like it, I like it, I like it. He said, your earthly loss is your heavenly gain. Anything you are losing, don't think that you have lost it. Anything you lose here is a gain in heaven. Once you lose it here, you are gaining in heaven. When you lose here, you are gaining in heaven. When you lose here, oh, I don't know, you are not happy about it. I'm, I'm very excited. 
every money I spend, it is going into my account in heaven. When I come to church and I give offering, it is not loss, it is gain. It is going into my account in heaven. When I spend energy to do the things of God, it is not a waste. Young people learn it now. It is not a waste. Anything you do for God. Once you lose it, it goes into the account. Once you lose it, it goes into the account. You arrive in heaven and you'll be amazed. Yeah. I had somebody who arrived in heaven and the mansion was not finished. Yeah, it's because the, the, the things he was putting in, well, it couldn't reach. And so, halfway. Hey! It's like everything you do, it's like cement in heaven. It's like blocks in heaven. It's like iron rods in heaven. So as you are doing, the more you are doing them, so at a point when you don't do, then the, the building, a honey be seen. To be do heaven now, Diana. Will be a show inside. No window, no roof. Now shame. Says who to me? You're building extra garage, and you're building more. You did more cars. It's your mom. You should build so that they put so that they can build more. Third verse. Toil on in the. Toil, rejoice. For toil comes rest for exile. Soon shall thou hear the bridegroom's voice, the midnight cry. Behold, I come. Very soon we are going to hear the bridegroom shouting. It's the midnight cry. I am coming. Hey, is that another stanza? Those days, the people they understood the, this thing. Toil on, faint not. Keep watch and pray. Be wise, the rain so to win. Go forth into the world's highway. Compel the wardrobe to come in. Oh, it's tonight. Anakazo. Oh, it's too nice. Is that another verse? Go labor on while it is day. Have you seen it? There was that night is hastening on. Speed, speed thy work, cast love away. It is not thus that souls are won. This is how souls are won. Cast sloth away, slothfulness, laziness. Oh, it's too nice. Two more. Give us two more. It, it, it's the songs are preaching to us. Yes. Men die in darkness at your side. Without a hope to share the tomb. Take up the touch and wave it wide. The touch that lights. Time's thickest room. Yeah. Men are dying by your side in darkness. And you are sitting there not doing anything about it. When you can take up the torch. I said, take up the torch. Next verse. Toil. Oh. We have done this already. That's all. Put your hands together for Jesus. Tell somebody, spend and be spent. Yeah. Be tired. When you even see the church, you must be tired. When you are not tired, when you see the church, then you are not tired enough. Be very tired. Because some of us, we, we are not working hard. 
Number four, you cheerfully do the same things over and over is a sign that you are working hard. <laughs> cheerfully, cheerfully, cheerfully. Deuteronomy 28 verse 47. Because thou lovest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness, thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart. Yeah. Because the way the thing is, it's the same thing you are doing over and over again. You must be happy about it. Yeah. Otherwise, you will not enjoy it. The same thing. When you go to your office, is it the same computer you go and sit behind? You look at the computer, the computer looks at you. Computer looks at you. If you don't have a mind to work, you will not be enjoying the thing. When you go, you go and read uh, Lotto papers. You work Lotto. Too sure. Too sure. Banker. Home and away. 1991. Turning numbers. Too sure. Permutation. Instead of working. But you see, when you don't enjoy something, you don't do it with a certain. Yeah. When you enjoy it, you do it with a certain energy. Mm. So, you must really love the things of God and the work of God. And do it with energy and strength. Number five. Or is it number six? To be able to work hard, you must be able to work under an overseer. Mm. Titus 1, verse 4 and 5. To Titus, my own son... After the common faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. For this cause, let I thee increase, that thou should set in order the things that are wanting, and ordain elders in every city, as I had appointed thee, or as I instructed thee. So you will find that Paul was instructing Titus. He said, stay in Crete. Set in order the things that are there. Put things in order. And the Bible says that Titus stayed there. And he did it. You see, because any work that is done and is going on well, it is always under some kind of instruction. As I'm here, I'm not here on my own. I'm here under an instruction. Go to Obuasi. Go and build the church there. I am here. I am building the church. That is how it works. Follow the instruction. He instructed Titus. He instructed Timothy. He was instructing them all the time. And that is what we must see in the church. I must be able to instruct you and you obey. I must be able to say... Tomorrow, 1st May, we are here from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. having a retreat, having a mini camp, and you must obey. Place is quiet because, because what I'm saying, it is that. Whether you are hearing or not, it is that. I'm expecting to see you tomorrow morning. Bishop, if you know that you want us to come tomorrow morning, why are you not closing early for us? You too, why didn't you come early today? Don't bring yourself. I wanted to close early, but you didn't come early, so. Instructions. That is how we have built the church. Do this. Go here. Go to Sierra Leone. Go to Lagos. Go here. Build this thing here. Build this thing here. Go and do this here. Follow up this person. Go and visit this person. Come to this place. Pray for these people. That is how the church is built. That is it. So I should be able to tell you in the choir, do this. Then you just do it. Do this. Go here. Recently I told somebody in Accra, I said go and look for a certain lady. Her son is giving her problems. Go and look for her and bring me back reports. That is how we are building the church. I'm here, but I've sent somebody to go and do something. In 
fact, you must even be worried that you are not receiving any instruction. Yeah. If you are there and you don't receive any instruction, you must be worried. I said, if you are here and you don't receive instructions, you must be very worried. Your leader doesn't give you any instruction to do this, to do that, to do that. You must be very worried. Because the way to build a thing is to receive instructions and follow them. It has been so since whatever, up to now. That's how the church has been built. Go, they sent uh, Paul and Barnabas. Go there. They sent these people. Go here. Send these people. Go. Go to Antioch of Pisidia. Go here. Go. They're sending to instructions. That's how we build the church. So we must be able to instruct people in the church. Nobody should come with a certain attitude. What are you saying? You must be prepared to do whatever you are told to do. Just follow it. You see, what it is is that there is usually somebody who has gone ahead of you. Sometimes Reverend Otebo will ask me, this thing, how should we do it? Because he knows that I have gone ahead in that thing. I know something. I know things. So he would like to find out how to do it because this thing I have passed there. Whatever I'm doing here, I've done it over and over and over and over. This preaching I'm preaching, I've preached it over and over and over and over. Preaching, sir. I've been preaching since the early 90s. Been preaching. So it's not something. So whatever it is, at least I know something. Yeah. And if there's nothing, at least I'm closer to Bishop than you are. <laughs> so you just need to follow the instructions. But if you argue, we fight it, we can never build a church. Number six. We have to close. Now, it's the following of instructions that leads to promotion. If they are looking for somebody to promote, they look for the people who obey instructions. Yeah. One time I was just saying something. I spoke to Pastor Robert. He just didn't allow me to. He just picked up the thing. And the way he responded and acted. You see, if you are looking for somebody to you, you would think of such a person. Number six, work hard under no supervision. That one too is there. <laughs> yeah. Now, it is not always that we must tell you what to do. Galatians chapter 4 verse 18. Oh, just enjoying it. He said, but it is good to be zealously affected always in a good thing and not only when I am present with you. I must be there with you before you do something. And I'm saying that I've told some people to do something. They still haven't done it. I'm standing here. I'm watching them. I've intentionally put them somewhere so that I can monitor what they are doing. But they are not doing it. I don't know whether they are waiting for me. But it's not every time you must have somebody there to tell you what to do. As a child, as you are growing up, it gets to a time you must be able to pick up your toothbrush and go and brush your teeth. Without being told. You must be able to take water and go and bath. See, some people don't grow up out of that thing. So they, they marry and they still don't bath. Hey! It's like even in a marriage, they must tell you, hey, get up and go and bath. What's your drug? No, no, no. One wife told me, she said, my husband doesn't bath. Oh, listen. The dross is smelling. How do you expect her to also flow when you have come in the night and you are moving and you are moving? She should be moving away because the smell that is coming 
we have to show you what to wear. You must grow to a certain level that you know what to wear. Yeah. Some people, they don't even know combinations. See them wearing green trousers. You have to grow to learn certain things. Even how to use cutlery. Learn it. Grow. Every time we must be there to show you. Do this. Do that. Do this. Do that. There are times you must be able to do things yourself. So when we bring you to the church, I shouldn't be telling you, it is time to pay your tithe. You must know that it's time to pay a tithe. I should preach it. I'll preach it. It is the preaching you are preaching. Yeah. Giving a good offering. We have to talk and talk at a time. You must know that I must give a good offering. I have to come and look into your hands. How much are you giving? How much are you giving? Meanwhile, you have 20 cities in your pocket. You are taking one city. always have to come and tell you, do this. Bishop Dag has told me, go to Obwase. Build a church there. That's it. He's not coming. Today, preach this message. And then tomorrow, too. And then let me you, you, you are useless. Why did we even put you there? Why did he even make you a bishop? Today we tell you, have camp. Have this. Do that. There's no point. We have to tell you, follow up the people. Go and look for them. Then you are not growing. We must grow to the point that you yourself will rise up and say, ah, this soul that I want, this soul will backslide if I don't go and visit. Then you get up and go and visit. Yeah. It's like marriage counseling. When you come, we do the counseling with you. We teach you. Afterwards, you come and hold you and say, hold your wife and squeeze her this way. Wow! I don't like the message I'm preaching. I should tell you how to speak nice words to your wife. Say, I love you to your wife. Say, I love you. Say, I love you. I love you. You yourself, you don't know how to say, I love you. One brother, he said that. Since he said, I love you to his wife, he hasn't changed his mind. So he doesn't know why he should be saying, I love you again. Since 1987, he married his wife. He has never said, I love you again, because he hasn't changed his mind. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6. We have to close, so our time is up. Tomorrow morning, we are coming here. We have a mini camp. I am instructing you. I am instructing you. You have to obey. Yeah. Proverbs chapter 6 verse says, Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. Why? Verse 7. Which having no guide, no overseer, eh? no ruler, what does it do? It provided meat. In the summer and gathered her food up in the harvest. You should see the ants as they are moving. Nobody is guiding them. They know what to do. When it's summer, we have to do this. When it's winter, we have to do they know what to do. There's no ruler, no guide, no overseer. There are times you need the overseer to show you one, two, three. But there are times that you also must take the initiative and do certain things. As I'm speaking, are there some things that I'm carrying to you that you yourself know that you have to? I, have to, I don't have to come and tell you that. Wake up every day and pray. Have your quiet time. There's a point at which we will be telling you, but at another point you say, my brother, it's up to you. Do it. You wake up and pray. It's up to you. 
Ask somebody, are you in need of an overseer or you are? Finally, work hard from your heart. If you are going to work hard, you must work from your heart. If it's anything that is not from your heart, it doesn't mean anything. Like this one would say, shilling. Shilling. Any brother who is coming to propose to you, he has a paper. Hello. The brightness of this day has given me the opportunity to tell you that I, yeah, man, 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 man. It is not from the heart. I mean, I can't care. State of the nations, I can't read. Then you say, it is not me, it is the script. Right, whatever. Anything that is not from your heart, forget it. It must be from your heart. Then it will really work. Let the thing enter your heart. Philippians 2, Paul was speaking about uh, Timothy in Philippians 2.19. Look at what he's saying. I'm just closing. But I trust in the Lord to send to you Timotheus shortly that I may also know, be of good comfort when I know your state. Why is he sending Timotheus? Verse 20. He said, For I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state. The thing is natural. It's there. He loves the thing. You see, the work of God, you must make it become your second nature or something. Yeah, if you're really going to do it well. Naturally, Paul just, uh, Timothy just loved the people. He had a care for them. Paul didn't have to tell him anything. He himself, by the natural care that he had, he would be going there to check on the people to see how they are doing. What natural care do you have? Verse 21, he was explaining. He said, for all seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ. A lot of people don't think about the church. Sister, if you want to know a brother who thinks about you, look at the things he does for himself. Every day he has bought this for himself. He has bought this for himself. He has bought each man seeketh his own. He's never bought anything for you. He's never thought about you. Sometimes he goes to buy food, then you hide somewhere. One, one lady told me, said my husband, he buys food, then you hide somewhere and eat the food. One day I went to catch him. He was eating. He had bought some food. He was hiding. But sometimes we see some of these things. Then you still marry. You see that the person, he doesn't think about you. Every day all the plans about himself. Yeah. But the Bible says, let each esteem the other more highly than himself. All men, they seek their own. How they can get their car. How they can go to their wives. How they can be in their homes. Nobody is thinking about doing the church work. We said tomorrow morning we are here. All men thinking about their sleep. We are coming. If you are lying by your wife. And you are feeling the vibes. Tell her, honey, I can feel something but I need to get up and move. If you are a wife, you are sleeping by your husband. And you can see that he is about to delay you small. Tell him, brother. Either we speed up. <laughs> Verse 22. But you know the proof of him that as a son with the father, he has served with me in the gospel. It gets to a point now the work becomes like you are a son. You are no longer just like a servant in the place. You are a son. So the thing, if somebody who is a son, the thing is of more concern to you than somebody else who is not. Yeah. Brethren, let's do the work. 
God is going to reward us. I said what? God is going to reward us. There's a verse. Let me read that and we'll close. Look at it. Second Chronicles 31. Verse 20. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. I just love it. And thus did Hezekiah throughout all Judah and wrought that which was good and right and truth before the Lord is God. Look at verse 21. He said, And in every work he began in the service of the house of God and in the, com- in the law and in the commandments to seek his God. Look at it. He did it with all his heart. And prosper. And prosper. You may not understand why somebody is prospering more than you. But the Bible says that when you do the work of God in the house of God with all your heart, the Bible says that you prosper. Let him that teacheth, let him that labors in the way, be counted worthy of double honor. Yeah. There's reward. Second Chronicles chapter 15 verse 7. He said, let your hand be strong. Don't let your hand be weak. Be strong. Let your hands not be weak, for your work shall be rewarded. I see God rewarding somebody here. Now, these are the scriptures that encourage us. Because sometimes as we are doing this thing, and we are preaching, and we are doing, what is it that we are going to get out of all this? But the Bible says, your work shall be rewarded. I say, your work shall be rewarded. Choristers, your work shall be rewarded. As you are coming for rehearsal, then you sing the song. They said it's not nice. Sing it again. Then you sing it again. It's not nice. Sing it again. Then you sing it again. Ah, the thing we have sung, isn't it okay? Sing it again. Always remember, don't be weak. Be strong. For your work, your work shall be rewarded. Pastor David, your work shall be rewarded. So he says, therefore, be steadfast. Unmovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. As much as you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. May the Lord help us to work for Him and to work hard. Stand to your feet. Go labor on, spend and be spent. The joy to do thy master's will. Microphone. It is the way the master went. Should not the servant tread it still. Before us, go labor on, spend and be spent, spend and be spent. Oh, thy joy to do the master's will. It is the way, oh, the master will should not be said. Tis not for naught Thy earthly loss Is heavenly gain May he be loved not The master praises what Amen just lift up your hand and just commit yourself to God. Pray that you have a mind to work. Pray that you have a mind to work. Pray that God will give you the mind to work. 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 Oh yes, Lord. 
Oh yes, Lord, that we will work very hard. Oh yes, that we will spend and be spent. We will work through the working hours. We will work under supervision. We will work without supervision. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Grace to walk in this mind. That there is no time. Oh yes, may we work the works of God. Before the night comes, when no man can work. Oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, help us. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. May we run. Run fast. Run fast. Run fast. For the time is short. Very soon, the bridegroom will be sounding the alarm. And it will be too late to do anything. Let those that are below 25 arise and do something. Let those that are between 25 and 50 rise up and do something. Lord, help your church. Help us. May we build your house. Make us build us of your house in the name of Jesus and as every head is bowed or eyes closed maybe somebody invited you to church but you are not born again you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior you want to say pastor pray with me I want to give my life to Jesus I want to be born again if you are here like that you want to give your life to Jesus lift up your right hand I'll pray with you you want to be born again you want to give your life to Jesus lift up your right hand I'm going to pray with you Thank you, Lord Jesus. We bless you. We thank you for salvation in this house. Thank you for lives that have been saved. May we realize, oh God, that there are many out there that need to be saved. May we go out there and bring them into your house. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah.